Welcome to the Wizard King Podcast. It is your host, Zico. Uh, and I got another one for you guys today. But before we get into it, please hit that subscribe, like, share button. Help your brother out. But today we're going to be reacting to a Just Pearly Things video. Let's check it out. Marry him. But Do you think it's he... When they what? settle down. You know when guys are like, oh, it's time for me to settle down. And you can kind of see in their body language and stuff. You're like, rah, you're trying to turn old. Like, what's going on? Mm. But it's similar. What do you mean? Because um, there, so, there aren't many men in the church. <laughs> there aren't? There no. aren't many men in the church. No. I think it's like 70% women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now... Because the men don't get behind this. They're like, I came to church for a pure wife. Why are these in the church it's true and then they're, now they're gonna make me wait when when the last guy got it for the last yep. 10 guys got it for free yeah men don't get what this i shit I, like. I, I think yeah. i think that is such a backward strategy by women first of all what is the ratio of men to women in the church that's a very good i mean i do know there's more women than men that's a fact 70 percent. let's check out if we can find some statistics on that Uh, so about 61% female, 39% male. This is off of Capteria.com. Okay, so they're about close. Let's like to see what the ratio of men and women in, is general in the world, right? So let's see. Interesting. Interesting. So there's actually a ratio of more men to women in the world. So based on uh, what website is this? Um, what is this? The Institute of National. This is a over the seas publication. So I can't really say the name, but Institution of National. De Tudes, Demographique, seems like something from France. Oh, it is French. There it is. Um, the, number, the number of men and women in the world is roughly equal, though men hold a slight lead with 102 men for 100 women. So more precisely, out of 1,000 people, 504 men, 50, about 50%, 496 are women, which is about 49.6%. All right, so this is a little, little advantage that men have on women but i wonder also so there's she mentioned there's like a backward strategy now like because you know a woman i wonder how much people nowadays because with, with the way that, you know in the previous video i, I talked about how you know that i reacted to a video by Sadhguru. Right, and check that out right here. But he was talking about how people have lost the concept of heaven. So I wonder how many people nowadays actually go to church looking for a relationship, um, which is very something also very interesting. Whoa, interesting. So on Christian. On ChristianStandard.com, um, 
This was posted July 1st, 2022. They have here that they have here that single men are far more are far more likely than single women to be looking for relationship or date. 61% versus 38%. Oh. That's very interesting. Wow, that's very interesting. So 61% of men are looking, single men are looking to be in a relationship, but 38% of women are not. Whew, look at the culture there, huh? Culture one, yeah. This is crazy. Economy is going to collapse, man. This is insane. The, what people don't understand is, is like feminism and all of that, like, there were some aspects of it when it first started that were like made sense, right? But now, pretty much everything is is relatively equal, right? Like, there's not much to fight about. Like, we were digging up things to fight about right now, right? And, you know, I'm a man, and say, so oh, you're a man, and you're saying that. Well, yes. If you look at it, just logically look at everything in retrospect. You know, there's women's sports, men's sports. There's opportunity for both men and women in the Western world, at least, um, compared to other worlds. Like, we're pretty equal, right? And when it comes to the things that we can attain, work for, opportunity, there's not somebody physically stopping men or women, right? So we're relatively equal. Um, but, you know, going back to the video, anyways, before I go on a tangent. That is very interesting, like, that the amount of men is almost double that's looking for a woman, a, a woman to date. And, and now even, there's another study that I just read, also while I was looking at that, shows about, about 45% of men and women in the church are willing to date a non-Christian outside of the church, which is also very interesting. And I think, in my opinion, is because in Christendom, you can't really tell the difference nowadays. I mean, it depends on the group you're part of, but overall, it all looks pretty much the same. Yeah. Right. This is why there's so many like single women in the church. Like, mm. it's it's the, the strategy. You're 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 balling backwards. Like, really and truly, you're balling backwards <laughs> because it's like, if you think that going to church is gonna get you the man that you want when the church is mostly women mm. and most of the men in church are already taken, we like that's not the place. Mm. Yeah. You're better off doing this. You're better off going to the club or I don't know, to the bar or yeah. I don't know, to somewhere. It's not for, yeah. to find men. You don't go to church. A lot of women do that. A lot of women do. I think they, they start off going to church thinking, oh yeah, I'm going to go to church and maybe I might find a good man. But when you really actually delve into the faith, I'm not going to say religion because it depends on what kind of they church you They did find a good to. man. But Name yes, if, if you, mm, yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying like when you, when a person goes to church and they delve into the faith, mm -hmm. it becomes, it moves away from looking for a man. You're not, you're no longer looking for a man. You're looking for your relationship with God. Once you gain that relationship with God for whatever reason. Then you don't reason, get a man. No, 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 no. You, you just, actually, you do. You do because you then, I feel like most of the things that you speak about, they are within women of faith no yeah um no i'll just say this i think the characteristics that men do look for in a woman can be found in a woman of faith but that is highly dependent on the culture that woman is from 
that's a fact. You'll take most westernized westernized women. And they have we have a completely different culture here than women in let's say Dubai. For example. When we went to Dubai, we went to Dubai for my uh, wife's 30th birthday. And it was night and day. May, you know, of course, over there, women are still very covered up. And um, at least women from that, that are from that culture. There's women that are from other cultures that come to work in Dubai. And they're not as covered up or whatever. But um, for women that are of that culture, they are fully covered up. And married women, you don't, the only thing you see with married women is their eyes. Now, Western culture, much different. Yeah, so it's completely opposite, right? There's uh, what they call sexual liberty and all these different things, right? But that's not the point. The point is that, yes, these aspects, regardless, can be found of a woman of faith, but the culture does take a part in that. You know, in this culture, we've developed a lot, a lot of different um, ideologies, I guess you can call, or um, different types of women, strong women, strong black women, um, on the uh, the uh, housewife, the submissive woman, the you know we we've acted like we've created these things that act like they're separate or they're only totally separate when they actually can be uh, composed of one woman. Right, one woman can have these different qualities and and can uh, apply these different characteristics in different situations as needed, right? But in Western culture, we've taken some of these things and made them to toxic and then other things we've pushed up more. And so now there's just seems to be like a battle between men and women. And that's why like people like Just Pearly Things and and um, other channels, like they call it the Red Pill community, these, these communities that rose up, I guess, as male activists in a sense. Um, it's, kind of, it's like the extreme side of opposite of feminism, almost. You know, like some of these channels are great, like Just Pretty Things. She has great discussions. It's pretty cool for the discussions because there's so many different people, different panels. But then you have, you know, other people like, uh, well, Andrew Tate is a big one, but it was interesting. I'm not even going to get in that because that's will take us down another road. But she, but what she just mentioned, it's 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 very ideal situation if that was to come to come to pass. That's not what always happens. Now, do people have have people come? Of course. Like if you're attracted to somebody and they invite you to church and you're like, hey, yeah, sure. okay, whatever, whatever I got to do to you know to get to know you. Um, then you'll go, but it's not always works out like that. No, I think there's some no, situations you, you know, it's savage because I'm not gonna lie, it depends on what type of church you go mm -hmm. to. That's um, what I'm saying. If you, do you go, go to, to a no, no at the moment, no, okay. but but mm -hmm. it literally depends on which ones you go to because some are there are women that will go mm. to find their husband, mm -hmm. and the husband might already be taken, mm -hmm. so then. It now becomes mm -hmm. a family affair inside yeah. the church, mm -hmm. and it's it is common in certain. I can't necessarily say what type of churches, the, but there are a few that it really the, is the, savage. The issue with churches is that one, it tells girls that you need to find a guy that's an equally yoked as you. Yes, and there aren't. The, no, I've been in 
a lot of different churches. They all say the same thing. You need to find a guy that's equally yoked. What happens? There aren't enough guys in the church. There's one guy usually for every three girls. So so you can't find the guy that's equally yoked, right? On top of that, they they also want you to donate. It's like that ties or whatever, 10% of your income. Now, how what now? Most women are on track to be homeless when they're 65. They're one cancer diagnosis away from being on the streets because they don't have the 2.5 million to retire. They need to retire. Now I know here you guys have safety. You have nets. the NHS, yeah. yeah, yeah. But at some point that stuff's gonna run out. They can't do it forever. Well, it's been going for a very long time. Yeah, it's, there's it's gonna be different. there's gonna be problem. They're they're predicting that in a lot of major cities there's going to be a lot of issues because like a lot of the social safety nets that are unsustainable even in England. Which is true, and, but it, we're and, used to it. We're accustomed to it. We will find a way. I think they won't figure a way with the government. To see, but going back well, to no, what but you that's, said, but that's, but that's what interesting. So she mentions that the equally yoked problem is only for women, but this is also a standard that men are held to. Now, this is something that the Bible talks about. Let's look at it. Equally yoked means to have the same belief system, which is derived from the scripture, like Second Corinthians chapter six, verse fourteen. Um, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? And this Paul, who wrote the, this letter to the Christian, the Corinthians, um, the Christians in Corinth, Corinth, in the city of Corinth, um, he was trying to make a plea to not date, tell him, hey, don't date and have or have sexual relations with those who have different beliefs than you do. Right, and at that time, that's what was going on. He's like, "Hey, don't do that," because what can happen? He's like, a lot of Christians were falling back into worshiping man-created objects, right? Like uh, different little totem pole, little things that um, that men created, and they were bound down worshiping as if they were real life gods, and they were turning back. On their faith in Christ and the Bible and 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 the God, the God of the Bible, basically, one of the strongest bonds we have in this life is the person we decide to marry. So this can easily lead to losing your faith if it differs with your spouse. It's just a fact. Yeah, it seems crazy, but. When you have a similar belief or a foundation system with somebody that you're in love with or somebody that you're thinking about marrying, um, you can, the, the, I guess the pro of that is you can grow together in that belief, in that faith system. Now, that doesn't mean you agree on everything all of a sudden, but it helps to, for your relationship that you want to have with this person to have a, uh, to start off in a, with a great foundation. The tithe, right? Like, and which was something prior to Jesus coming, but um, and establishing a new way of giving. But um, you know, she makes a valid point. Jesus came and changed the tithe to giving your best. The example can be used in the of the widow. I don't know if you got if you're familiar with the Bible. If you're not, um, there's a widow in Mark chapter twelve, verse forty-one to forty-four, who gave a penny, like all of her, like all she had during the service. And, I mean, that's literally all she had, right? And, like, there's all these rich people also giving at that time. And Jesus like, you see this woman? This woman gave with all her heart. And basically, it's like any person should give based on where their faith is at. But also, living situation, you have to be wise. 
It makes no sense to be giving a certain amount and not being able to pay your bills, your needs, you know, food, water, housing. Um, I think that's, you know, everything that you need, right? You, there's, you have to be wise in your giving. Women do, they always assume somebody else is going to take care of their poor decisions. But going back to the church, though, Pearl, right? Mm -hmm. Like I said, my own mm -hmm. anecdotal story that yeah. people have heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, that whole equally yoked thing, like, women, when, when it comes to 70% of the church being female and there are all the men in the church, basically all the men in the church are taken. The women are going to have to go outside of the church to find a man. Mm -hmm. And then when they find a man outside of the church, the pastor says, oh, he's not equally yoked. Mm -hmm. Get rid of him. Mm -hmm. So you, it, the church is perpetually keeping women single. It's a big generalization. Going to church is not to go and find a man. Going to church is to strengthen your relationship with God. Who and is a man? People, yes, he's a man. He's whatever you want to call You are him. going to find a man though. You, you will find a man, but my point is, if you go to church without the intentions of I'm going here specifically to look for a man, you will end up finding the correct man. If you strengthen your relationship with God, if you understand your faith more, you will end up going out and you will meet a man. He may not be equally yoked at the time, but you're like, you know, you were saying about like a woman that's supportive, a woman mm -hmm. that's encouraging X, Y, Z. If you're looking for a man of faith, you will find a man that may want that faith and he will eventually become just as faithful as you are. Church is not for men. No. Then Have why are there then why are there so many single childless women in the church? Right. They're, they're, because they're, they're going there to heal. No, but I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying but okay, okay. But I'm saying that that's, you're the results are not there. If if what you're saying was true, then there would be, there would results, be results to show for it. This is what we call and in uh, Zico's book, my book, that's non existent. This is what we call wishful thinking. Remember what I'm, I'm about to say. You will reap the consequences, good or bad, of your actions. Period. That is very wishful to think that you can meet somebody. I mean, is it possible? Of course, anything is possible. There's always exceptions. But no. That's not how it always works most of the time. You're like, oh, you're making uh, your opinion. No, no, this is a... F you guys know, look at your life. If you've lived long enough, you realize a lot of things you plan don't work exactly as you plan it. Every now and then, it does. And it's awesome. It feels great. But most of the time, it doesn't. Yeah. But there, in every church I go to, even even in England, it is three women for every one man. There is a surplus of single childless women. Mm -hmm. And so, like, what you're saying isn't correct, because if it was correct... There would then, be results to show it. Yeah. I don't know. I go to a church, and mm. every every month, there's at least two people being married. Okay. okay, so... but how many are in the congregation? They're in the congregation. How, what percentage of women would you say is in your church? It's probably the same percentage you're saying. Like seventy percent women meet there, like at that church. Some of them, they, some of them met at the church. Some of them met outside the church and came to the church. Mm -hmm. Some of them, yeah, some of them but, met at the church, but, or some of them were introduced through the church. But, if that makes sense. But I'm saying that's that's exception, not the rule. So that that See, happens. That's what I'm starting to realize. Yeah, about <laughs> me being on this podcast, I'm clearly um, um, an anomaly. No, but it's not because you said even in your church, it's three women to every one guys. That means at least two are single. That means the majority of women, even in your church, are single. Yes, but the point is the rate of marriage 
is quite high in the church. People are in serious relationships. But that's not and that's not quite high if two out of the three girls are single. I, I don't know the, the full percentage, mm-hmm. but what I see is that when you're going to church... and At some point, all of those men are going to be married. Yeah. Off, and so there's still going to be 70% of women left in the church. there's still going to be church. other men well. coming to the church. But my whole point is, church is not to go and look for man. So if you take that out of the equation, mm-hmm. you may find the correct man. I I understand. So if you take church out of the equation, you may find the correct man. No, I'm saying you if take you that. take look go into church to look for a man out of the equation, you will find the correct man. Mm-hmm. Church is about your faith in Sounds God. Sounds like manifestation. I I under I yes. understand yes, I understand what you're saying that thing. you shouldn't go to church to um to look for a man, mm. but with with what Pearl is saying, there comes a point in women's life they realize I I need a certain type of man because mm-hmm. I'm going to get to a point where my eggs ain't aching no more and I'm getting old and I know that a good man is in church. So let me go find God in a church. And yes, you shouldn't I don't think you should do that because it's like you're going there with the wrong intentions. But that is the mindset of some women is that they do go there to find somebody so that they don't end up alone. And when you go there as yourself who's now found God, what obligation does that man in church who may be a quote unquote good man have towards you and your madness? Like you're coming to him Mm. with all of this baggage, like, oh, I found God now. Really and truly, you don't understand how men think. Men aren't thinking, oh, she's found God now. Men are looking at your baggage saying, do I really want to get involved with that? Like, it doesn't matter church or not. It could be mosque. I don't care. Church, mosque, synagogue. It doesn't matter where you go. That's that's the. I mean, you know, God might heal, but but the men don't forget. Yeah, and that's and that's the lie. That's the lie that that like. Oh my gosh, I have a whole bit on how church markets being a. I swear to God, I, I said this. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, I swear because this is what they do. They tell girls you can do whatever in your twenties. You can get ran through, and then all you got to do is apologize, mean it, and then there's a husband waiting for you at the end. I want to And then, and then on top of that, then <laughs> then they give those girls a platform to go talk to younger girls and say, "Hey, I was so broken. I was so broken, and then I and then I found God later, and now look at me, and I'm so happy. I waited the second time around, and I got married. So this is a mating strategy that only benefits women and doesn't benefit men. Because what does the second guy get? He gets a ran through wife who maybe had one or two baby daddies that now, now he has to wait for Like, then this is what happens is the church leaves women single because they, they tell girls to do this. That's a a terrible plan. The church keeps women perpetually single. Like I don't think people understand like the church is not a place for you to go and find a man. It will, I said, if it's not the pastor keeping you single, then it's the actual actions of the people within the church keeping you single because Mm -hmm. the judgment, that happens a lot of the time in church when a woman gets with a guy who's not in church, right? Mm-hmm. And they start saying, "Oh, is he in the church?" No, he's not. Oh, so he's he's of the world. Then, or he you has, know? or or you have to. I'm not gonna lie, but it seems like my man has uh, some experience or something like like he went through this personally, man. Because I mean, it's very specific. Like, how do you know that's what happens? Like, hmm. I don't know. It's a little salt in there. A little bitterness. I don't know. It just sounds like it. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Weird. So, actually, some of the things they mentioned here, actually, is true, right? So, like, I mean, men in the church or men not in the church are still 
are still men, right? Like we're still human. We still have our our desires, things that we are looking for in a woman, or what you know. And so, I mean, at least most of them are anyway. So now, but now, in my opinion, what I believe she is talking about, and I'm referring to the, I'm not sure her name, but the black girl with the white shirt. When she mentioned, you know, she sees all these marriages happening and all these great things are happening. Is it seems like to me is. If that is happening, the way she's describing it, and it's people that's within the church that are not people that met before and came to the church to get married, but people actually that were part of the congregation, met each other there, things like that, started dating and got married eventually. It sounds like they have a good dating structure at that church. Now, is that consistent among all churches? No, it is not believe it but i am aware of some churches that do it great in my opinion i like there's a, a church icc international christian church and their structure of dating is pretty dope let me explain so they they have it where um they have these things called kingdom dates and in the kingdom date you ask a you know, a guy asks uh, uh, one of the sisters there, both members, hey, can we go grab with this other guy and this other couple that's going to go on a date? Let's go grab some dinner or let's go get some movies or, you know, mini golf, whatever it is. But you're never going on a date alone. So that's one. Um, two, and you're like, oh, wow, wow, they're grown. Why? Well, it's to protect people's hearts. You know, like you don't want... Everybody in the church sleeping together, so that's why that's important. Um, because I mean, come on, we're human, you know, we got desires, and if you're going on dates, obviously, you want to be eventually be with somebody, so you don't want to put yourself in that situation. So, that protects the sisters, it protects the guys, helps you know everything to stay as pure as possible, and then you get to know the individual, you court them, you know, both you get to actually learn who they are the baggage that they may have right like you don't go into a situation blind and i and i appreciate what i mean i don't i guess i don't you know i don't probably agree with with the way they're saying it or the way they're describing it but i do see what they're saying um pearl and and um the gentleman here you know they're saying hey like it's what they've seen is that women who may have come with a bunch of baggage are saying, hey, you, I was able to do what I did. I came in and I still got a good man. And a church, a church that has a great structure, it's not going to be just that easy, right? Like, you're going to go on dates with other couples. You're going to get to know each other. You're going to learn about the baggage that each person is carrying, you know, you're going to get advice. And then before you even start dating, you get advice from whoever is in that person's life. For example, the sisters, they, we, we have a, what we call discipling relationships where we have like a brother, maybe over a brother, a sister over a sister. And that person gives you advice. You talk to them about things. They give you biblical advice, right? Things that maybe you're not applying, or things that maybe you're hurting with, whatever you know. It's all and it's all from the Bible. We'll do our best, but then 
when it comes to dating you talk to like the leaders you get the leaders involved and and you know it's a community effort to make sure hearts are protected nobody's taken advantage of and um you know that it's, it's kind of like courting in a sense without the parents involved you know like the leaders are the parents and that's kind of weird to me so yeah. <laughs> i like very slow on using that as an example but that's if you want to think of it in that if if the, that's like the best way of looking at it where but they're not you know all they could do is give advice right um but yeah hearts are protected the goal is for hearts to be protected and nobody to be taken advantage of also nobody be embarrassed right because if you like somebody they don't like you eh. it's embarrassing if you try to ask them out right but um it is important to have that structure and that's what it sounds like she's explaining here now you know going back to what just pearly things was talking about with what she sees the churches are doing right i think the church your churches that you'll find this the most that are those that have adopted the culture because that's what's going on in the culture right and i think they've adopted the culture and um, and because of that, which Romans 12 one says not to do, right? It says do not conform to the world or to the patterns of the world. Then this is going to happen. Um, and that's just the byproduct of adopting the culture. Bring them to the church. Yeah. Not, what the, like, and what, what leader, a guy that's a leader, that is alpha, that has the traits of a leader is going to want to follow his woman to church, especially no. with the way churches are today, because even these mating strategies, they only benefit women. Mm-hmm. And they see the church, church as for the woman. You're not I, going to church for each other. You're going to church for God. If you invite God into mm-hmm. your relationship, mm-hmm. it will help to heal your relationship. And that's what, like this whole thing of like, forgetting about a past yeah you cannot forget about a past but it depends on your behavior moving forward and if mm-hmm. your behavior let's let's exclude sierra because we're not talking about sierra mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. but if you if your behavior moving forward is of a faith in god manner mm-hmm. then god rules in your relationship and you become whole i want to hear quick. from okay do you know what that sounds what like is... as a man yeah mm. god rules in whose relationship it's my relationship then if you've got that mindset, you will have a problem in your relationship. No, but that's the, but that's the point. You like women. A lot of women don't understand how men view God and how women view God, because the reason why women gravitate towards God is because He's a powerful man. Whether it be conscious or subconscious, you put, you gravitate towards God because it's actually a powerful man, and women are attracted to powerful male figures. Mm-hmm. A man is not sexually attracted to a powerful male figure. It's just not. Like he doesn't see him but like that. See no, but I'm, I'm right. But what I'm trying to say is the attraction for men, for women to be attracted to powerful men, is different than the attraction of a man being attracted to a powerful man. When you are constantly talking about God and your relationship with God, have you have you not heard women say, "I don't need a man. I've got Jesus." <laughs> Jesus is my boyfriend. Jesus. Have you not heard women say that? Be- well, that's the end of the clip here. Um, but I do agree with the point that, you know, the way that men view God and the way women view God is very different. From personal experience, I believe that is similar to the relationship I've heard close friends uh, that have been part of the military have explained with their, like, commander and, and counterparts in the in the army. Um, there is a respect for God because he is the supreme commander. That as man, that as, like, a man, you're willing to head out and follow his commands 
when I was growing up, I wanted to meet his expectations. He had these high expectations and I wanted to meet them. You know, I want him to be proud of me. And I, I also was afraid of him. <laughs> but, but you know, I wanted that, like, like good job, young, you know, young, uh, good and faithful son or whatever. Right. Um, but now, you know, he also mentioned something about who's leading the relationship. He mentioned that before. And it's very interesting, you know, like, for example, I'm married, right? And so, yes, I lead my marriage. But I report to the head, the commander-in-chief, to receive instructions on how to lead it. Now, a lot of the culture has been a bit poisonous. I say a bit to be you know, respectful, but more than a bit. Poisonous towards men. And thank God, none of it is biblical, right? Because like men and women, we're supposed to work together, not work against each other. You know, I love uh, PMP was on the the Poor Man's Podcast host. I forgot his name, but he was on the uh, PBD podcast recently. And he talked about, this is a great example. As the head, I'm the head. My wife is like, quote unquote, the neck. The head cannot turn without the neck. Like, for sure. Like, I could be stiff neck and I could be like, oh, we're going this way. But then my wife, gently, could be like, hey, have you considered this option? And have me turn my head a little bit and like, oh, that looks a lot easier. We're going this way. (laughs) Right? So that's the great thing when men and women work together instead of against each other. Like, we're in competition or... This, this war hatred it's that's it's crap that's not biblical at all look at jesus and the way he elevated women when he first came like women were not treated well right in, in that culture um for the most part but when jesus came in he was like hey dude, we're gonna do this a little different he had women supporting his ministry like go go and read if you're if you're a, a person of faith go go read through the gospels and look at you know mary magdalene and their roles like look through the new testament you'll see exactly what i'm talking about there's also a great book on this called elevate um by elena mccain um i think you could get it on amazon and things like that but it, it talks about that exactly the role of women and how they had a great impact on the ministry and the first church you know right after jesus um went back to to his father but going back to what what he was talking about you know so so a true man of god is not going to conform to the patterns of this world but be transformed that's that romans 12 1 scripture like i am a man but because of my commanding officer god i continue to have the power and strength to push work hard and succeed none of this feminizing of men is right right so like you know he (laughs) i think sometimes men in the church they could people on the outside men on the outside could look like oh men most men in the church are are weaklings or something like that and and that's not the the case we just know it's just like being in the army like the way at least that's the way the relationship with god is supposed to be like like that's the commanding officer. He knows the direction we should go, right? Um, and so, um, none of this like feminizing of men is right, biblical or beneficial for Western society. 
So if we're going to change things around, more men need to be men. And like, what does that mean? <laughs> but look at look at what's going on in Western society, right? Like men have been stripped of their place in a sense. You know, like there's been an attempt to say, hey, we don't need you. Like we don't need no men. No, no, that's not true. You're still the heavy lifter. You still you you can be physically more fit. You could become physically more stronger. Like men and women both have their roles, and we need to work together. Cause what women are good at, men are not for the most part. Like you know, we can't have babies, things like that. The, that motherly touch, um, the the attention to detail, the the attention to other people, right? Like men tend to be more attracted to things than than. Um, you know, communicating and talking to other people. But with women, because of women, we become more attentive to that part. Like, it's important. And vice versa, it works the same way for women. Um, so if we are going to change things around, more men need to be men. Those who take the burden of those around them and lead them forward to a better place. That is one of the roles, important roles of men. We need to, the those around us need to be able to look up to us, even if they have a father or not. But if you're a man who's going after taking care, taking responsibility in his own life, other peoples will be inspired by that and want to follow you. Men who set the example by the work ethic, character, and resilience, those are men that we should be. These are the type of men that the world needs, especially the Western world right now. Like we're in a just dire place, and I don't, I don't know if I, I see a way out, but I do know that when men rise up, things change. But that's all I got for you guys today. Hope you enjoyed the video. Please again hit that subscribe, like, and share button. I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.